facts about the future of the saints. Facts about the future of the saints. Facts is identified as a thing that is known or proved true. It's information used as evidence or part of a report or news article. Facts are the truth about events as opposed to interpretation. It is the quality of being actual. Therefore, we base our existence and the future from what the word of God says about those that love him because the word of God is accurate and it is actual. The fact is, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Therefore, the word declares God, everything that exists, God created it. As well as where you are and where your future is lies in the hands of God. Future. Future is the time or a period following the moment of speaking or writing. Time regarded as still to come or at a later time. Future refers to what is going to happen. It is an expectation of advancement or progress development. A saint's future is life after death. Future goes back to the Latin root, futurus, meaning about to be. The most important thing about your future is to know and pleasing the Almighty God. Amen. Amen. Without God, we have no future at all. Without God, we have no purpose. And with no hope. The future is also known as foresight. It is planning for something before they happen. Look at the history of the book. How God has planted so many things before they even came to pass. And now we are living in an age that we see some of the things that God said was going to happen happening. We must make plans with God for our future in heaven to live eternally. You cannot have a future with God without faith. For without faith it is impossible to please him. You must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. Future is predicted events or discovered hidden knowledge revealed by the divine will of God. The saints should know the divine 
future and plan God has in store for their life. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I have towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope and an expected end. Come on, somebody. So guess what? Your future is not what it looks like right now. Come on now. Your future is way more better than you can expect for it to be. Amen. We go through hard times and hardship and then we begin to say in our mind that I have nothing to look forward to. But a saint of God always got something to look forward to. A saint of God got something to look forward to when the world is crumbling all around them. They still got something to look forward to. We must line up with the word of God for the end times. For it speaks of our future. Amen. When you begin to read about the end time words, it always, at the, it, it has a whole lot of disaster and a whole lot of destruction and, and a whole lot of chaos and a whole lot of wars and a whole lot of ruins of war. But at the very end of it, it says that the people of God, we will give them a way of escape. So that means you got a future. Come on, somebody. And the people that know their God, huh? Come on, somebody. Shall do what? Come on now. Amen. They shall be not just do export, they shall be strong and do export. Amen. So that tells me that you still got some work to do. In the plan of God. Huh? God's plan is going to work out through his people. Huh? Not against them, but with them. Amen. And in return, it's going to work out for them. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Go to Luke 21. And the verses 34 and 36. Luke 21. Verses 34. Through 36. And the book says. Take heed to yourself. Let's at any time your heart be overcharged with what? Superiority and drunkenness and careless of this life so that that day come upon you unaware. For as a snare shall it come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. 
which ye therefore, watch ye therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the sun. Oh, man. So they coming. They coming whether or not, guess what? We believe it or not, it's still coming. But God said what you need to do is you need to pray. Understand? You need to watch and you need to pray. You need to be focused and you need to pray. Always. Ain't that what it said? So we don't have time to quit on watching. We don't have time to quit on praying. He said always that you and I may be found accounted worthy to escape all the things that's coming up on the earth. Oh, so guess what? The month that tell me God looking out for his people. What's coming up on the earth is coming up on the earth. But God said, I'm going to look out for them that what? Watches and pray always. <coughs> So you got to be on guard. Keep watch. What? Not what's around you, but keep watch on yourself. Get your eyes off other folks and be attentive to your own life. Watch the affairs. Watching the affairs of others will not keep you ready for the future. Guard your heart from being caught up in the cares of this world and worries about everyday living. Because guess what? It don't make no difference how much you worry. Tomorrow's still coming. Huh? Amen. So you can worry yourself into tomorrow, but tomorrow's still coming. Amen. So you got to worry, don't worry about your every, about everyday living that that day of Christ will not spring up on you suddenly like a trap. It's going to spring up on the world like a trap, people. I don't care what kind of signs the astrologers read and uh, all the scientists read, nobody going to know when that day going to hit. And when that day hit, it's going to be a surprise. Amen. Guess what? The sun's got to be shining. The birds might be singing. Amen. The weather might be fine. But all of a sudden, the bottom's going to drop out. Wow. Did y'all hear about the folks over in Pakistan? Over a thousand of them died in the flood. That came all of a sudden. Over a thousand people. Then died. Raging muddy water. Flood in a desert land. Ain't that strange? Flooding in a desert land. And a thousand folks. It had to have caught them all gone. A thousand folks drowned it. That's what they know of. Amen. 
So don't let that day spring up on you like a sudden trap. It will close in on everyone. No matter where you live, throughout the whole world, that day is going to come a, a historical day that's going to surface around the globe. Wow. Nobody in Europe is going to get less than what you get. Nobody in Africa going to get more than what you get. God going to spread the wealth around the world. Amen. When COVID hit, did it go global? It went global. Come on, somebody. Record number, record number of people died. Caught the world by surprise. No antidote. Ran out of beds. Had to put people in refrigerator trucks because they were dying too fast. Sound like that the world was unprepared, wasn't it? Guess what? When this day comes, the world's still going to be unprepared. Thousands and thousands and thousands going to perish. No matter where you are. So stay alert. And always pray that you will have the strength to escape the things that will happen. Come on now. And you be able to stand in the presence of the Lord. Uh, the kicking part about it is all these events, God said, my people still should be able to stand in my presence. <clears throat> That's your future. Is to stand in the presence of the Lord. Huh? And guess what, Lamont? We'd have been a fool in our day, but there ain't no point of being a fool all day. Huh? It's time to prepare yourself to stand in the presence of the Lord. Standing in the presence of the Lord ought to be your top priority now. Huh? The day is almost gone. The night is at hand. Come on now. Go to John chapter 14. John 14. Verses 1 through 6, most notable passage scripture that we always like to use in a funeral arrangement or a funeral service. Amen. But it has more than, it has a deeper meaning to it than we give credence to. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Now, for him to make a statement of let not your heart be troubled. 
it must gonna be some distress. Huh? It must gonna be some things that have come up that will cause your heart to fail. But he said, let not. He's talking to the ones that belong to him. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Wow. You mean to tell me, you trying to tell me, Jesus, you carry the same power that God and glory carry? You carry the same authority that God and glory carry? Because if I can believe in God, if I can believe in you the way I believe in God, that means that you got the power. Hmm. In my father's house are many mansions. Can I tell you something? You won't know that if you don't go there. Huh? You'll never find out how many spaces and places that God had for the saints of God if you don't make it there. Mm. We didn't look at it like that, did we? We got to get there first. Our top priority need to be getting there. Amen. Then he said, if it were not so, I would have told you. Jesus has no lie in him. Did y'all hear that? He don't tell fairy tales. He don't tell jokes. And he don't lie at all. If he tell you a thing, you can put a pen in it. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you now, if I go and prepare a place for you, you know what that's based on? If you make it. <laughs> He's already said he's going to prepare a place. But the if part is if you make it. You will be a part in that place. If you make it. If I prepare a spot for you. Mm, I will come again. And receive you unto myself. That where I am. There ye may be also. Oh. Wow. So guess what? This thing is just not cut and dry. Huh? This thing is not so cut and dry because he's going to prepare the place. But if he prepare one for you. See, you got to take it personal now. If he prepare a place for you. He said, if I go and prepare a spot for you in glory, then I'll come back and get you myself. Wow. And then you can be where I am. Then you'll be able to see whether or not what's going on in heaven. What's, what's, what place he has for you. What mansion that 
that he's describing here in his word. Then he said, and he said, and whether I go, you know, and the way you know. I understand he was talking to his disciples. And I understand that when they saw him leaving on the cloud, they know which direction he was going. So therefore, we know that heaven is up. We know that hell, heaven ain't down. Huh? Uh, so therefore, we know which direction we really want to go. Huh? But we really want to go there, but some folks going to choose to go. Hmm. He didn't go to hell to repair a place for you. The place that he went to prepare is in heaven. Huh? Come on, somebody. Hell don't need to be prepared. Huh? Is that because of sin? Is that hell has enlarged itself? That tells me that we gotta stop walking through this life carelessly. Huh? Not being fine for man. Oh, we can fool around and like we was up in Luke. We get caught in the trap suddenly and find out that our reservation in heaven is If we fool around and don't stay alert, hmm, and Christ come back and spring up on us like a suddenly like a trap. And find out that our reservation getting canceled. We ain't going back. That spot gonna have to go to somebody else. What are you saying? Saints of God, we have no business taking things for granted. Why do we think that God said Work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. Man, I'm scared for my reservation to get canceled. Can I, I put it plain? Lord, if I need it, what the hell out of me now? Amen. And let me keep my reservation. Amen. Come on, somebody. Chestize me now. Don't, 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 don't wait to the end. Get to now. Get to now so I can repent. Because huh? it's going to take repentance for you to keep your reservation. Mm. Ain't nothing like going on a trip that you've been waiting to go on for the longest. And you get there and by some error they have, they have sold your room. Now you got to run all 
up your state, huh? And you be down in the place with the ranky danks. Come on, somebody. We, as a people, take too much for granted. And we don't keep a watch. Don't you know you got to keep a watch over yourself 24-7? Amen. Because guess what? The enemy is going to spring up at a time when you ain't looking for it. And cause you to stumble. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest. How can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. How in the world did all of them that rejected Christ go make it to glory? And he got to be the one to take you there. See how important it is to set your sight and your light on Jesus Christ because you can't get the glory without him. And not only that, he said that I am the truth. So what he's saying, I'm the word. Uh, I am the one. I'm the light. I am your eternal state. Wow. And nobody, not a soul, can get to heaven unless an I take him. So. Huh? If I'm going to rub shoulders with somebody, I need to be trying to rub shoulders with the Lord. Does that make sense? In this present time, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be distressed. Don't let it be agitated. Because this world and its events are on course. And whether or not we stressed out about it or not, it ain't going to change the course. The course is going to take place. You got to believe and trust and rely on God and you got to believe and trust and rely on Christ. You got to believe that Christ is in God and God in Christ. And they're inseparable. Come on somebody. People don't have a problem believing there is a God in heaven. They don't have a problem with that. Anybody you talk to believe, tell you real quick, there is a God in heaven. Amen. Even other denominations, even Muslims, they believe there's a God in heaven. But they have a problem believing in the process of getting to heaven. Mm. They have a problem believing in Jesus Christ. 
And the fallacy of it all is that that is the most prominent important part of the plan is that you believe in Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Jesus said, you believe in God, believe also in me. So it don't do you no good to just believe in God and yet refuse to believe in Jesus Christ. Don't do you any good. The devil believes there's a God and he trembles. Come on, somebody. But he also knows that if he can keep you from believing in Jesus Christ, he got you doomed. Because salvation is in no other. Oh, did y'all hear that one? Salvation is in no other. For in the presence of God is many dwelling places. I tell you the truth, for there is no lie found in me. That's a fact. I came and I'm going away to prepare or make it possible for you to go to glory. That's your future. If I go make a ready a place for you, it is based on you being ready. It's based on you being ready. Come on, somebody. I will come back again. He left earth. And he will return again for those that are ready. If you ain't ready, you ain't going. Then you shall go to the place that I live. I'm going to take you to where I live. But I get over there to get you. You talking about I ain't ready yet. Huh? Can you come back in an hour? I'll see you. Don't want to be you. Catch you on the next trip. Huh? But Jesus said, I ain't got but one trip. The next trip I come back, I'll be coming back with vengeance. Come on now. So you got to make sure you have a part in the first resurrection. <laughs> come on, somebody. Because guess what? If you couldn't be ready in the first resurrection, how in the world are you going to be ready for the second? How are you going to be ready for the disaster and the stuff that the world has got to go through? And he gave you an opportunity huh, to take it, to get out when you could. You know, that's, that's the problem with with folks that are, uh, how can I say it? The folks that are doing wrong, folks that are in illegal activities, and they feel their pockets up, but they never get out with their shoes. Uh, they keep trying to make another extra dollar. And because they try to keep making that extra dollar, that man done set them up, and when they got the last dollar, it was more. And the more dollar got them thrown in jail. Hmm. Don't you wait till the last minute. Huh? Don't
Don't you wait trying to keep, don't you wait trying to say, I got one more day in the world. You better come out when God gives you an opportunity to come out. Hmm. And some now that once knew God and went back out and they don't know how to find the door to get back in. And time is running out. Ah, uh, hear me now. Jesus told him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except I take him there. Our future depicts on following the plan and the directions of the word of God to get the glory. If we don't follow the plan, if we don't follow the direction, guess what? Guess what? We're going in the wrong way. And if you're going in the object way of the plan, how can you get there? How in the world can you get to California traveling east? Come on now. You got to go by the plane. There's a road map. And it's called 66 books. And they all lead to one place. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Corinthians 15, beginning at verse 12, and we'll stop at 24 before we go and get the rest of it. So let's read verse 12 through 24. Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead. How says some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen. And if Christ be not risen, then our preaching. Pastor, we don't want to shut up if he ain't risen. And if your faith is also, and guess what? Ain't no point you talking about you got no faith in him if he ain't raised from the dead. Amen. Yea, we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he raised not up. If so be that the dead rises not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ risen. And if Christ be not risen, your faith is vain. You are yet in your, what? Good God Almighty. You can't even be forgiven. All the stuff that you think that God forgave, if Christ is still in the grave, guess what? Your sins are still on your back. 
Then they also which are falling asleep in Christ are picked. Oh, Lord have mercy. Ain't no getting up there in the morning. Christ got to get up first. And if he can't get up, how you going to get out the grave? All them folks that you talking about got wings and gone to glory. And so far, there won't be nothing flying but eagles and buzzards. Come on now. So them that have fallen asleep in Christ are perished. In this life, oh, here where we stuck it. In this life, only we have hope in Christ. We are all men most miserable. For now is Christ risen from the dead and became the first fruit of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man also the resurrection of the dead. For in Adam all died, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ's first fruit, afterward they that are Christ at his coming. Then cometh the end. Somebody said, then cometh the end. You don't want to hang around here when the den comes. Huh? You don't want to hang around here till the end comes. Then shall he shall deliver up the kingdom of God. Even the Father, when he shall have put down all rules and authorities and power. Hmm. Hmm. If he ain't risen from the dead, what you here for? Huh? If he ain't risen from the dead, you, we, we need to stop reading that book. Because then if he ain't risen from the dead, ain't no life in it. Huh? And I know that's a lie. Because the word of God is true. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But the word of God will remain forever. Come on now. So guess what? If you following the information of some of these nutcracks out there about Jesus Christ. You better get your focus right. If the gospel declared that Christ rose from the dead. Guess what? He rose from the dead. Why do you not believe it? If you do not believe the resurrection of the dead, we are calling on Jesus that is still in the grave and a dead man cannot answer no prayer. Guess what? 
A dead man can't answer your prayers. And not only that, you don't have no future. If Jesus haven't risen, guess what? Your, the grave is the last stop for you. And we don't believe that. Huh? We have to come to the conclusion that the devil is alive. Come on now. Because too many unfallible proof that he rose from the grave. And you ought to be able to witness to that because at some point in time, guess what? He should have been paid you a visit. If he ain't paid you a visit, guess what? Lord have mercy. You need to check out what you do. Amen. Well, the preachers are preaching in vain. What they saying don't amount to nothing. But even get at that, some of that is still true. Some of the stuff they preaching out there that don't amount to nothing. Has no anointing. Has no power. Has no substance. Come on tonight. And it cannot deliver. So you got to watch what you allow to go in your ear and remain in your sight. The devil knows how to make you believe if you listen to him long enough. You listen to a fool long enough, you start saying, I believe he knows something. <laughs> Come on now. Listen to him long enough. You declare he got some sense. Then you got to walk away wondering who really was the fool. Him or me. Come on now. Your faith is in vain. It's fruitless. It's empty. It is imaginary if Christ have not risen. If Christ is not risen from the dead, your faith is delusional. And your sins is not forgiven. Wow. Now you see where you tread off into when you don't put your trust in Christ. Takes on a whole new ball game. Huh? Let's, let's read 49 through 58, same chapter. Go ahead. Of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I said, brethren, that flesh and blood can't inherit the kingdom of God, neither do corruption inherit. So guess what? You cannot put your confidence in you. Did y'all hear that? You can't put your confidence in nothing you have upon the face of this earth. Absolutely nothing. Here today and gone tomorrow. Amen. And guess what? You cannot 
The corruption cannot remain in the kingdom of God. It cannot enter into the kingdom of God. It must put on incorruption. 51 says, Behold, I show you a mystery. And you look at a mystery now. This is a mystery here is something that, uh, guess what? Everybody don't believe. A mystery is something that everybody is not willing to accept. A mystery is those things that have been hidden uh, from everybody else, but God gives a revelation to it to the church. Why do you say that? You go out there and talk to a whole bunch of folks. You will find out that don't, none of them believe that there is a heaven. They believe that whatever you go get, you got to get it while you live on this earth. Because I don't talk to someone. They label it as get all the gusto you can because when you're gone, you're gone. You know what they're saying? See in the best way you can. Get all of it you can get because when the day is over with, ain't no more. And they believe that the farthest place that you're going is the graveyard. And that is far from the truth as can be. What was we at? Let, let, let's read. All sleep, but we shall all be changed. Now, wait a minute. This change now, it ain't talking to the world. Talking to the church. Now, if you got Nine of your toes outside the door and just one of them is in him. I guess the only thing going to change is your one toe. Because nine of them ain't going to change this out there in the world. Huh? Then somebody else going to have to take your toe to help because you ain't going. <laughs> huh? Because you failed to make the change. You, you, you get my point? But we shall all be changed. Guess what? In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. Oh, no. Because Jesus, if you don't believe Jesus rose, you ain't getting up either. So don't accept that foolish. The dead shall be raised in corrupt, and we shall be changed. For this corrupt must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have been put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written. If it's written, it's true. Huh? God don't have anything, going to give inspiration to anything to be written unless it is true. Amen. 
death. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, beloved brother, be ye what? Steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is my God. Steadfast. Not so easily shaken. Huh? Not so easily hitting and missing. Because see, you keep hitting and missing, you ain't steadfast. And you talking about you ain't moved in the law. Yeah, you have. You done moved from the front row to the back row. Come on now. That take notice. There is a secret truth. An event decreed by the hidden purpose and the counsel of God. All saints will not be dead when this miraculous hidden truth take place. Everybody ain't going to be dead when it happens. Huh? Amen. But all born again believers, dead or alive, will be changed, transformed in a moment that is too quick for the eye. Good God Almighty. Pastor, if it's too quick for the eye, Going past the stars. Yeah. 
in the moon and the clouds and not be afraid to fall. Huh? Why you, if you miss, if you miss point, you miss the meeting, you down here still trying to jump. <laughs> and gravity keep bringing your tail back down. Huh? Come on now. Ain't no be no weight. Weight broke the bridge. Too quick for the eye at the sound of the last trump of God. Ain't going to be no more sound for you. This sound is going to be for the church. When this sound go for the church, it is the last trump, last call. Y'all heard the last call. Huh? Y'all been in something. church when you had a chance. Why are you there now? Huh? I done came and gone. You missed the last call. Wow. Saints, think about it. If we miss the last call, start dragging them up in here. Amen. That's what I do with mine. I guarantee you, I, I, I hurt just as much as anybody in here. But I sure drag it up in here. Huh? If God don't hear it, I keep dragging it. Because so one day I ain't going to have to drag it no more.
somebody. Well, my Lord. Let's go. Did we finish it? Let's go to second. Corinthians chapter five. Thank you. 